In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me all the way across the pond is my oh, co-host, the Ghost Finder General himself, and I got that right. Well done. Uh, Star of, for many, many years of uh, most part, Sir Richard H. Felix. Oh, no, he's Richard L. Felix. But don't, don't you ask me what it's for, because I won't tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's all L. How are you? I am outstanding. So am I? Really? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yes, apparently. I went to uh, the uh, hospital today. So, I, so you've just mentioned, yeah, what, what's wrong now? Well, you know, I had a nuclear test. Oh, my God! Yeah, which is pretty cool, because now when I go ghost hunting, I glow in the dark. <laughs> you didn't explode or anything, then? No, 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 no. It's oh, my God. Uh, strange for a while, I think so. But you're okay? I hope so. I, I'm really not sure. I mean... Oh. No one's you... poked, poked me with a stick yet, so I don't know. Oh, well, that's something. Nice of you. I go in again next week on Tuesday. Woohoo! Oh, God. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Ron, so long as you keep walking away from hospitals, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. Is this the same thing you went in before? For? Yeah, exactly the same thing. A colonoscopy. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and I'm not looking forward to it no, because, you know. It's a pain in the ass, actually. Isn't it? Yeah, it is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I tell you what, I actually made the front page of our local newspaper. You did? Yes, I did, yeah, because after the last time when I was very ill, um, we actually stopped, I think I told you this, that we stopped uh, at the ambulance station and they actually took me down themselves. So I went back to thank them uh, for what they'd done for me. Uh, the local newspaper turned up and it appeared on the front page. What that man will do for publicity. I know. And all, you know, all I get to, you know, just have to write a book and then threaten that Maureen's going to kill me and then I get on the front page. So it works out. Oh, that's great. When's it out? Hey, I've not, I've not written you a little bit yet. I've got no, to do that. No, you haven't. But anyway, Have I still got time? You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Cook. The number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. Or join us live in the Toginet chat room and also the Pararex chat room. And we want to welcome all our Pararex listeners as well. Indeed we do. Yeah. So, uh, Richard, I don't know if you know it or not, but... Uh, some uh, uh, musical singer here in the estate died. 
Oh, I, d yes, indeed. Yes, yes I, I did hear about it. Yeah, now I used to be a record dealer, of course. I used to sell an awful lot of his records in the past. Um, I wonder if um, his ghost is going to be, uh, you know, Funny wandering. Funny that, because now there is, on the Internet, there is video of Michael Jackson's ghost. No, you're joking. No, absolutely not. It is available. You can go on. Uh, Larry King's show, which is... Uh, a, uh, well, uh, kind of a, uh, a talk show type thing. I've heard of it, yeah. They were doing the uh, the mansion, and they caught some uh, footage of the ghost. Are you sure it wasn't a clip from Thriller? No, actually footage. And now, I, I, I've uh, actually seen this footage myself. Right. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to put it up in the camera, if I can see it up, and I, I know I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway... Um, yeah, they, they've this, this, I don't know what you would call it. I mean, it's a, it's a shadow. They're filming Michael Jackson's bedroom, and you look down the end of the corridor, and you see this shadow who some people swear... Is Michael Jackson. Jackson. Absolutely. And this is all over the Internet, so I, I was, you know... Oh, I didn't know anything about it. I'm, I'm fascinated, and I must, I must have a look at it. But, I mean, the, the problem is, the big problem is that, that everybody always ties in the ghost with the famous person that, that has something to do with the house. Right. You know what I mean, don't you? But, but then again, um, uh, I, I don't know, this is the house he lived in, is it? In, this was never, never land. This is where he died. Yeah. Well, no, he died in hospital, no, 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 didn't he? No, he didn't die in hospital. He died at, at, at a place he was renting. This is Never Never Land, the, the giant... Gotcha. Oh, this is the, the derelict place that they're going to do up and, and, and what have you. Derelict yeah? Place. Is it derelict? Not that I know of. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was, you know, everything had been removed and it was... Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I don't I know. know. I mean, it's a freaking mansion. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. But anyway, so, I, I mean, do... I lived in a derelict place. Like yeah, that. I do as well. Do, 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 do people still live in it then, or, or... No, I don't think so. Right, but anyway, someone's been in and filmed. I mean, you don't know, do you? If, if that was the love of his life, Ron, um, then there is every possibility that, that he may still be around. Has he been... I hate to say this. Has he been buried yet? Uh, they had the big today on that. All oh, right, so he's got because I mean, obviously, you do sometimes get you know apparitions, ghosts, and what have you that appear up up until sometimes until they're laid to rest, um, as as we say, or as you use obviously the, the American word very much closure. Um, there's a possibility it could be him. He may well have stayed there because he loves it. Uh, do you think? Could well I have no idea, or it could be you know just uh, whatever. <laughs> Or it could be, you know, wishful thinking on... Well, we always say that, don't we? And I bet Matthew will be able to come in a bit on this one and tell us a bit more. But uh, I, I reckon that that, uh, that that he, you know, could be. Could be his ghost. Well, Perhaps well he's, why don't we bring Matthew in now? Uh, why don't we just bring Dr. Matthew Smith in? Doctor, really? Oh, I should say so. You're not a professor yet, are you, Matthew? I'm not a professor, no. No, not at all. Uh, I'm an associate professor, whatever that means, and uh, well, that sounds good to me. You want to live too much longer, but I've just been—I've been talking. I yeah. have then taken the opportunity to, to go to YouTube, and I've just found the little clip of um, you're good. You are of the, the ghost, and it's quite an interesting one, actually, uh, Rich. If you get a chance to to look at it, either now or very soon. Um, yes, I mean, is try and describe it then, and I maybe hopefully you can still be listening to me while I play it because without the sound, but yes. it's a shot down a corridor. Yes. And 
as the kind of camera pans down towards it, all you're seeing really, I mean, to me, the most likely normal effect, normal reason for it, it's some odd anomaly to do with the camera. You're seeing a very, very slight shadow. It doesn't even look like a person, but some kind of shaded movement moving across what looks like this part of the, um, the corridor. Yeah. So you could easily kind of not see it, but they put a little red frame around it and you can see where you're meant to be looking. Yeah. And I think in the context then, given this context, yeah, I think people might say, oh, it looks as though it's a person, like a, a shadow or a, a, a misty aspect of somebody walking past. And given mm-hmm. that it's at Neverland, then people are saying, oh, there you go, it's, it's the ghost. So I think, and amazingly, just look down beneath the clip and it's 4.8 million views already. <laughs> So, um, and I'm sure that will increase if that's just been something that's kind of broadcast today or something. So, uh, but the first time I'd seen it, um, so it doesn't surprise me that people are already starting to say they are witnessing ghosts. I'm sure that people will probably get them elsewhere. And probably also soon you'll get mediums and others saying that they're getting communications from Michael Jackson as well. I'm sure they will. I'm quite sure, just the same as Elvis and Princess Diana and, and, and everybody else. But, uh, I mean, so you, come on, what's your take on it? Come on. What do you think? On this particular one? Um, yeah. Well, I think, again, it's hard to say in terms of, I mean, what, what, whenever I'm looking at um, apparent evidence of things like ghosts, my, my usual first thing is to kind of say, well, what, what, what could be the normal explanation? You know, before Correct. you Take get the, normal the possibility that maybe it's a ghost, you've got to try to rule out all the possible normal explanations. And that's really, really hard to do because there are just so many possible ones. And sometimes they can yeah. be very, very subtle things. And also, given that if you're looking at video clips or um, photographs, which is what you typically are, for the kind of more interesting evidence, other than people's accounts of stories of, of their experiences, mm. um, that, you know, there could be lots of reasons to do with the, the, the technical side of things. And that's where I'm not particularly strong. So to me, looking at this particular um, example of what you know, people are claiming to be Michael Jackson's ghost, is that it just looks as if it could be anything caused by some kind of flare you might get with cameras. It'd be interesting, again, if, if people listening who have some knowledge of, of video cameras, particularly mm-hmm. TV cameras, the kind of camera this has been taken on, whether or not this is the kind of effect you might just sometimes get um, with those kinds of cameras. But when you put it in the context of, oh, we're looking down the corridor at Michael Jackson's um, corridor, somebody someone might say, oh, I wonder if that's a ghost, and then suddenly everyone attributes it to being a ghost. So my feeling, my gut feeling is it's most likely to be some kind of anomaly to do with the, the TV camera. But again, I, I'm not an expert on that at all. So it'd be nice if right. anybody's listening who's got any thoughts about that can shed some more light on it. That would be great if someone's out there. Well, there will be someone out there that might be able to help us. That, that they want to call, by the way, the number is 877-864-4869, And I put both of those links on the both chat rooms, the Pararex chat room and the Tojinet chat room. And if you want to comment on it or give us your opinion, we'll be glad to listen, won't we, boys? We will indeed. Oh, God, yeah, this is good. I've not even heard about it, Ron, to be quite honest with you. Well, but know, then I'm again... Not, that's why I'm on the cutting edge here, Richard. That's why I make the big bucks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's why I live in the middle of rural Derbyshire, in the middle of nowhere, a third of a mile across the fields in a medieval moated farmhouse with, with almost no... I have got electricity... Um, and I have got the internet. Only just. Now, there, there's several uh, videos of that. Some of them are a little clearer, and, uh, and some of them, they really look at, like the figure of a person. Um, 
if someone asked me uh, to, well, there's actually two things I wanted to bring up. First yes. of all, uh, it was the Larry King show. So it wasn't yes. Ghost Hunters or Most Haunted or nope, nope. Uh, Ghost Adventures. It was just a regular show. They were showing the mansion, and it was just caught on it. So those, to me, are always the best videos. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. They're not looking for ghosts. They're not looking for anything. They just find it. Second of all, um, if I was to just look at it, I, I would say that gee, maybe that's a person who walked across the light in front of the camera and the shadow picked up or a light in front of that room and, and it picked up. But uh, without being there, you know, even if I could reproduce it, I can't really say that that's... No, no. It. No. But it, it, it's not a distinct figure. It's, you can't tell that it's got long... Long dark hair, or, or or a very pale face, or, or anything like that. Um, I'm just. I was getting as you've been talking. I've just and uh, as uh, Rums mentioned, there's different versions. The version I just looked at was the, obviously the main one, which got 4.8 million hits. There's another one. Then it was called Michael. This is on YouTube. Michael Jackson Neverland Ranch Ghost. And the interesting on that one is that people have tried to put it through showing it in the normal light first of all. Yeah. And then it seems to be being replayed through different filters or filtering out different um, different colours. And on some of those versions where it gets darker, yeah, the, the image going across does look as though it, it does look a bit as though it is like a person walking across. Now, really? Again, there could be, but again, you know, what you've got to always remember is think of normal explanations. There could be a number of potential normal explanations for what that might be. That might be a reflection of somebody moving somewhere else. Um, I think the idea, like I say, with it being part of um, you know, a, a CNN broadcast that it's it's unlikely to be a faked thing. That's always the other thing is whether or not people are deliberately trying to hoax uh, with stuff like this because often you do get people trying to make it look as though they they're, they're recording ghosts and knowingly they're trying to fabricate it. Um, yeah. I guess with this one being part of a live broadcast and it was just looking at the house gives support to doesn't rule it out completely but it rules, gives support to that it, it probably isn't faked. But it's whether or not there could be some other normal reason for it. But on this version, looking at it now, it does seem as though it, it's been caused as though you're seeing somebody walking past there. So it's quite interesting. So you, 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 you I mean, obviously, I mean, I know, obviously, from from the days of Most Haunted, Matthew, you, you are, you know, you are a, you are a skeptic, uh, as, as most people are. And I think it's a healthy thing to be. I mean, a lot of a lot of the times, you know, over the you know the years that we were on, we we had a few uh, arguments, uh, well, disagreements about various things. And you know, to, to actually hear you sort of, um, I've actually got it on myself now. Would you? But I know, don't 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 um, you know, panic, guys. I've actually managed to somehow get it on. I'm just trying to watch you? it now. Um, Who doesn't even know how to start a computer? Well, I've, listen, I've actually done it all alone. No one's coming to help me. I've actually managed to get onto YouTube, and um, I'm actually watching it now. Before we go any further, uh, Richard, I think, you know, we, we do this all the time. We, we just get to introduce our guests. You know, I know. I know we mentioned them by name. <laughs> we threw them right into the thick of things, but we really didn't introduce them. So, no, indeed. Uh, since you are, worked well with them, why don't you? Uh, introduce our friend. It's Do Dr. Matthew Smith um, of Hope University um, in Liverpool, in, in England, who for quite a long time, Matthew and I used to sit on the sofa of, of Most Haunted Live. In fact, from, from the very first one in, in Dudley Castle, we were there, weren't we, Matthew? We were. 
and uh, had some jolly good times. And I tell you what, I can't see anything on this at all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, uh, it's coming in a minute. So welcome to the show, Matthew. I, I hope that. Um, well, it's going to be. It, it's, it's a really. Oh, there is. I've just seen it go across. Aha. Uh-huh. That is quite interesting. This is what Matthew always used to say. When he hadn't got an explanation, he used to say, that's um, very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> well, I think I suppose it, it, it labels those cases where you think, okay, well, this is something we need to try to explain. As in, hmm. a lot of the times um, on Most Haunted, then sometimes the experiences people were reporting or... Um, noises they were hearing, I think often you could dismiss relatively easy to say, well, they're just going to be the normal noises or experiences you might expect people to have when they're in a, in a location that they're told is haunted. Correct. That's why it's nice to get experiences that maybe independently by different people or perhaps some kind of photographic evidence, which on the face of it isn't straightforward to say, okay, well, that's what the explanation is. So with things like orbs which probably between the two of us, Richard, we've seen so many photographs and things of orbs that oh. I just think, you know, pretty much I think these can be explained in terms of things like dust, things like that reflecting the, um, the flash of the, 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 the light of the flash back mm. into the camera. Um, actually, those kind of anomalies you get with particularly digital cameras. But yeah. when you get those kinds of um, effects which aren't, aren't so easy to explain, you go, yeah, it's interesting, as in we've got something to work with now. It doesn't necessarily mean... You've got a ghost captured on video. Um, it just means that it's something which requires some kind of explanation. And I think yeah. these days there are so many of possible normal explanations. It's it's very easy to kind of overlook those for some people and go, well, it's a ghost. So this one here with Michael Jackson. That's right. That's the trouble. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, I mean, yeah, we have a pr- – I don't know whether you see it over there in the States or whether you probably have something similar. But we have a, a program called the Antiques Roadshow. Have you heard of it, Ron, or – we have it over here. It's not. Oh right. Here. Okay. And, and yeah. And wait, and wait, it's a. Wait a minute. I gotta. I gotta give you guys credit because you are the first, the innovators of television. We. You always come up with an idea, and we get it over here afterwards. That's true. Yeah. That is. That does seem to be very true. Actually, I don't know why. You are right. But, you see, we've come up with that. It's a fantastic program. It's been on for about 25 to 30 years, and, and it's a great program. But the problem is, the problem that it's created is that everybody's watched it, of course. They've all seen things. And now everybody, but everybody, has got an antique rocking chair in the, in the attic. In other words, it is the one that they saw on the Antiques Roadshow, and it's worth $10,000. Or ten thousand pounds, because I've seen it on the. You know, and in other words, everybody now has got an antique, and I'm afraid the problem now we have with programs like Ghost Hunters, uh, and I'm not going to say I don't mean problems as such. Uh, Most Haunted, and all of these other programs, everybody's now got a ghost in the house. Everything that happens, every time, every time the television comes on, every time a door slams shut, or there's a bump upstairs, it's a ghost. Oh, good. I'm glad you finally agreed to that. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Um, but th- th- it, it has caused, you know, in a, so again, every time everybody gets an orb on the camera, and a number of, like Matthew just said, the number of orbs that we get, and I mean, I, you know, I get people coming up to me after Christmas and say, just look at this photograph here. My, my mum, dad, or my grandma died last year, and, and look at the orbs around the Christmas tree. It's Christmas morning, and grandma's come back to be with the kids. And yeah, I, I mean, it might be true. But it's much more likely that, that there's, I don't know, dust particles, rain spots, 
not in, not inside, but uh, a fly, a spider, a, you know, so many other things, light refraction. But no, 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 no. It's, and, and when people ask me, what do you think? Do you think it is my grandma coming back? And I say, well, if you want to believe, if you want to think that, go ahead, because I think it's wonderful for you. And it is, but it probably isn't. See where I'm coming from? I believe that. And I think also it's, it's just encouraging people to realise that there are a large number of possible explanations for a photograph, for a video clip like this one, or even for other people's experiences. And it's realising that there are a range of options you can choose from. And before you suddenly jump to, it must have been a spirit, it must have been a ghost, then it's worthwhile just considering what could be other plausible explanations. And sometimes you're in a position to try to test them and, and rule them out. Um, sometimes you may be left with, well, the, you know, there's a few possibilities here. And that's what I saw my role mainly on Most Haunted, was to try to encourage people just to, just to think that, well, before that you assume that these are definitely ghosts that these people are experiencing and maybe even photographing, what could be normal explanations? Um, and that's, again, with this, with this Michael Jackson example, then, which, again, the first time I've seen this evening, on the face of it, it looks interesting. It looks like there's something that needs to be explained. Um, my gut feeling is, is if people who know about TV cameras and how they might operate when you're maybe photographing down a corridor, um, that maybe you, you might just get these kind of unusual effects, things which aren't easy to explain even in a technical way, but there is a normal mundane explanation and it isn't a ghost. It is, sorry, sorry, Ron. It is an interest, for me, it's a very interesting one. I'm quite impressed. And what I'm, I'm about to do, uh, or I might do it while, while we have the break in a minute, is actually get William down to come and have a look at it. Because Will's, as you know, is, he's got his own production company. Uh, he does his own filming, his own camera work, editing and everything else. And I'm just going to get him to go through it and see what he actually thinks. Oh, because excellent idea. I think so. So uh, I shall get him down in a minute and um, get him to have a look at it. Because it, it's, it's a good one. Now, the one thing I liked about Most Honor when it first came out, the first time I saw it, is, is you know, you, you had a balance in it. You had uh, people like Matthew, the parapsychologist. Yes. You had you, Richard, the skeptic historian. Yes. Uh, you had uh, people like uh, David Wells and uh, Derek Akura, the, the medium or the, the psychic. You, you had ordinary people like the cameraman and so forth. Mm -hmm. You had uh, sissies like Yvette and Clay. Oh. <laughs> But, I mean, it was a nice balance. That's why I kind of like the show. So how did you guys get involved in it originally? That's a very good question. Will, have a look at this for me. Get, this goes to Michael Jackson. I want you to look at it. I've got him down. He's just having a look while we talk. I mean, basically, uh, it's on YouTube. Basically, the situation for me was, I mean, they, they, uh, I've obviously been doing this business for best part of 16 years, ghost walks and things, run Derby Jail. Um, they came along to ask me if I could, they could do a film, some filming up at Derby Jail, which turned out to be a particularly good uh, program. We actually got the cross that moved, um, which was, I thought, fascinating. And after the program, they asked me, I want you to have a look at it. <laughs> they asked me if I'd, want, if I'd like a job, because they told me that after... 20 they wanted a two-minute interview with me. And they did say, Carl said to me, after 20 minutes, Richard, we didn't know where to edit it. Would you like a job? And the rest is most haunted history. And Matthew? <laughs> they couldn't shut you up, basically. No, they couldn't, Matthew. And Matthew, <laughs> how did you uh, hitch on to uh, Most Haunted? Um, for me, well, it was more prosaic in the fact that it, it was a phone call from Yvette. Um, I had a phone call just probably a couple of weeks before the original Most Haunted Live. Um, which says, Richard says was at Dudley Castle 
um, on Halloween that year and um, had a phone call while I was at my office at work, um, which I was thought was from a researcher just saying, well, we're doing this live um, investigation of a haunted castle on Halloween. Would you like to come and be a so-called sceptic to kind of offset the balance so that there's somebody putting forward um, other explanations for things that might be experienced. Um, and at the time, I'd never heard of Most Haunted. I think it, it was the very end of the first series. So I'd not seen that first series. Um, and then uh, so I thought, yeah, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun um, for one, one night. And so we went to do that. And then, as you know, we now know, they did another live and another live. And, and my, my involvement primarily was with the live shows. Um, on a, a few occasions, I did um, get involved with some of the uh, episodes, but by and large, my role was kind of almost quite literally being the armchair sceptic, if not the sofa sceptic, and being uh, not too involved with the investigations. Um, oh, and, and occasionally on, on the series, at the, at the stage where they were kind of editing the footage, and if there was two or three things that might have happened in that particular investigation, um, then they'd have me passing comment towards the end to say, well, these are the three main things that happened, and essentially giving possible normal explanations, and maybe identifying those experiences or those cases, which may be worthy of further investigation. So nearly always being very, very cautious, uh, but just being the person um, who, I think as Richard sometimes describes, giving the, the voice of reason, just, just putting forward kind of other possible explanations before people get too excited thinking they might have witnessed a ghost. So there... So there you go. Yeah. So uh, when you guys worked together, did you, did you have a one defining moment that uh, you will, you guys will always remember? I mean, as a, maybe a conflict or, or an agreement? That's you go first, Matthew. I don't know if we did ever agree, actually. I think that we kind of uh, were always quite happy just to, to agree to disagree. We agreed to disagree, basically. didn't yeah, we? I think. I think I always probably always felt that uh, maybe Richard and others were were too quick to think, oh, this could be something. This could be you know, uh, a ghost we've caught on camera. And I was thinking, well, no, just, let's just think of what could be normal explanations. And then, in fact, there were probably fairly few of those times when there was something interesting enough to say, oh, this re re requires some kind of explanation. I think many times, um, particularly on the live shows, is that I, I don't think it was particularly amenable to uh, trying to get experiences. I mean, even though they were portrayed as live investigations of haunted houses, um, they, they wouldn't really be how you'd want to do a, a more controlled investigation. It, it really was putting a film crew or a camera crew in a haunted building and seeing what they experience. Um, so for me, it was kind of more of a kind of spook show type thing rather than an attempt to do a controlled investigation that just happens to be in front of cameras. Um, but uh, but where I think, Rich, I think you're you know you're quite happy off them. I think yes, you know, pronouncing to say maybe this is it. Maybe we've caught something on camera, and this is the thing we need to kind of uh, get mm. more of. And I was probably being far more cautious as as I was there to do to say, well, let, let's be a bit more careful. Yeah, I think that's so true. I mean, I have to say, I mean, I, the, my main attribute in life, of course, is is, is enthusiasm, um, and you know, I do have a passion for whatever subject I'm happen to be doing or into at the, at the moment, whether it was selling records for all those years or, or you know, researching for ghosts or whatever it happened to be. Um, and, yeah, I suppose there, is, there are times when I would get extremely um, enthusiastic about what I'd seen. Hope, I suppose hoping, 
hoping that it that it that this time it was going to be the one that this could actually be like I've just been exactly the same on on this thing I've just you know this Michael Jackson thing I mean Wills has just had, had a look at it he's watched it twice he's walked away he says this is shadow and I thought oh thanks a bunch <laughs> Yeah, it's but, a shadow. But he, he can't explain it. All he can say no, is... No, he can't. He can't explain it. All he can say is, it's a shadow. Yeah. Of who? Was there someone... You see, again, and this is where Matthew comes in, you see. You know, hang on a minute. Not a problem. It's a shadow. Everybody stop. Nobody move. Send somebody down there. See if there's anybody around. See if there was someone walking across there um, that shouldn't have been there. And then that's and explained. But if there isn't... Just seeing if you can recreate it. So again, yeah. if, if well, guys, you have to hold that thought, you can stick a break now. Okay, talk to you to I'm Eric Sullivan, Sports Anchor at CBS 19. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I wore a Roger Starbucks jersey four consecutive pitcher days when I was in elementary school. Cowboys in Indians, 11 to noon Central, Tuesdays on Toggy. I'm Eric Williams, third-generation NFL player, Super Bowl winner from the Washington Redskins. I've been in the trenches. I know what I'm talking about, especially when I'm going to get some spiked hair cowboy groupie. Cowboys in Indians. Get the lowdown. Yeah, you want to be in the thick of it. I, you know, that's what you no, want. I know how hard it is. Like, okay, no, well, I don't got... give me this. What have you done lately? But every NFL team hasn't done anything okay, lately. But they have the most talented team in the NFL. Get the smackdown. You are absolutely nuts. Are you kidding me? You've been hitting the head too many times in those trenches, my friend. Cowboys in Indians. 11 to noon Central. Tuesdays on Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Bear X family. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick on TojiNet and Parrax Radio. The number here is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the TojiNet and Parrax chatty room. And our special guest is Matthew Smith. That's a tough name to remember, you know that? <laughs> oh, yes. Listen, I've just looked at this thing again, this Michael Jackson thing again, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, yes, yes, it's a shadow, but but isn't that what? Isn't that a, a wraith, an apparition, a spirit, a soul, an entity? Call it what you want. Isn't that what they look like as much as anything? Uh, don't you think? It could be Matthew. What do you think? Well, again, I don't. Um, I mean, I have to get Will on here in terms of in terms of just being a shadow. I don't think it is. that's a sufficient explanation. I don't think it's just a shadow going across on the wall at the back of the vein in mm-hmm. the corridor. It seems to be, again, it made an optical illusion, and, and possibly more yeah. likely, more than likely an optical illusion. But it's it's not going just across on a wall. It's not the way you normally expect, say, that's just a shadow going on a wall. It looks no, like it it's appearing about halfway down the corridor. Mm. So to me, it doesn't look just like a shadow. It looks more like it's something, an anomaly to do with the camera, 
as opposed to just a sh- something casting a shadow on the end of the wall. So watching it again now, it's a very sh- short version, you can see something going from the left to the right, and mm. it, it doesn't look as though it's being cast on the wall. No, it, it's, it's, I, like, I like it, Well, I would like it, of course, but I mean, I, I just think it's quite, um, quite good. Um, and um, I think it needs more, more you know, research into it, but as I say, the, the serious problem is that it, it's the fact that it's, you know, Michael Jackson, it's the fact that um, people obviously want to expect to see him already. You know, the biggest problem for me is that it could be a hoax. Oh, see, now that's, that's the, the bad thing, because it's, uh, as I mentioned, the one thing that was impressive about it was that it was on CNN, the Larry King show. Nothing, nobody's looking for ghosts. Nobody's I agree with you. Okay. The other thing, the bad thing about that same thing is that nobody's checking out things as well. No one's going mm. to see if it is a ghost. Otherwise, <laughs> nobody knows that was there everybody there who was accounted for, da, 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 all that stuff you would do in a normal investigation. Yeah. Yeah. There are no paranormal investigators there, in fact. So, so you have to uh, put in the bad. And that gives it an awful lot more credibility uh, for me. There's no getting away from it. But, you know, someone soon jumped on the bandwagon, of course, Michael Jackson's ghost. Um, but why not? So they, so, they, so they would. I don't know. I think, obviously, we need to knock it on the head and talk of other things. But it is quite fascinating well, but that they should be before on. Before we do, uh, yes. just, just a quiet talk where I'm still looking away at the thing. Now, there's another clip on YouTube called Michael Jackson's Ghost Explained. Yes. Uh, and it's a very short one, but uh, difficulty, see, without, uh, I'm watching without sound, because I'm not sure if I try and play it with sound on here, will it um, sound a bit odd and unusual? So it's a shadow, it's not a ghost, folks, it's a shadow from someone outside to the left, there's probably a window. Yeah, I can. Switching to the boss, you can see it actually goes along the fireplace, it's actually casted on the fireplace. So they think it is a shadow from somebody going out past. on the fireplace, so it is a shadow, folks. But in the daytime? Well, uh, it's interesting uh, to make sense of it. It was a very short, because it's a 30 second cl- another clip that's only now got. And interestingly, you've got the first one, the Michael Jackson ghost clip, has you know, nearly 5 million hits. Yeah. This one only has just over, well, 149,000 hits uh, or views. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems to be the voiceover saying it is, it is from a shadow. And it seems to be that the show, the camera has been panned somewhere else, and it's seeing a shadow again appear somewhere else. So it's not very clear on the clip, but the person seems to be confidently saying it just looks like it's a shadow. And obviously the way it yeah. looks on, the, on the, the screen looks unusual. But that's why I think, again, what people need to be encouraged to do is just... Because, because often people feel as though, well, it's more interesting to think it's a ghost. Yeah. That's the story. That's far more interesting and spread around the world rather than the idea of, oh, it's just a, just a shadow. That's not very interesting to people. Um, and that's why people like to jump to the conclusion there's something interesting going on, something paranormal like a ghost, and that's sufficient for most people. And what I think it's worth encouraging is saying, well, okay, if you really want to know what's going on, well, look a little deeper and see if you can find any other explanations. And that's what we seem to have found right. here. In other words, tick the normal boxes first, all of them, because there's lots of them, and when you end up with a box without a tick at the end of it, or two boxes, then you start seriously looking into who knows what, the paranormal. Yeah, I think always you're going to be left with kind of something that's either unexplained, or you know, and that's the best mm. you can get, because um, I don't think anyone knows you know, what, how you would actually give proof positive of a ghost best you can do is saying well it doesn't appear to be this it doesn't appear to be that we can we can rule out a few things here quite confidently doesn't necessarily mean you're left with in quotes a ghost whatever that might be so it's a very difficult thing to try to 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 prove really if at all possible 
Well, there is no proof. That's the amazing thing about it. Um, you know, um, I, I start every talk that I do by saying to people, I can't get my fingers close enough, folks, to, and, oh, guess what? They're now touching. You know, that's how little proof there is, no proof at all. And yet, since life started or death started, we've talked of the dead returning. You know, is, is everyone mistaken? And I don't know. No, they're not. I think there's something in it. No, and, and I think, again, what I actually find more compelling, though, are sometimes people's accounts of a seeing ghosts, but not necessarily um, in your classically kind of haunted buildings where it's under really poor conditions for judging whether or not you've actually seen somebody there or whether it's in a sort of a light happening or reflection of something, um, is that when people often, in, in some people's accounts of, of either experiencing seeing ghosts, sometimes even interacting with them, it's almost as if they are interacting with a person, but then it turns out there's no way that person could have been there, or, in the really impressive cases, um, you know, it seems to be that the moment in which they saw them, the person actually had just died moments before somewhere else in the world. Yeah, um, and maybe yeah crisis apparitions and that sort of stuff. Yes, exactly, and, and, and they, to me, are the most compelling ones. Again, you, you know, for some people, you're left with anecdotes. They go, well, it's anecdotal evidence. You know, people just mm. sometimes can't be relied upon. And yes, that's a problem with it. But compellingness, I think they kind of rate more highly because they think, well, I don't think the person's making it up. If they're telling you relatively soon after it's happened, um, you feel as though, well, they, that to me suggests there could be something interesting going on, whether or not it's a ghost. But those things, I think, are probably more interesting than, than these uh, photographic effects, which nearly always, you know, look like they are some kind yes. of weird anomaly to do with the technology yeah. that's yeah. been used. Yeah. I tell you what, it is a lot of it. To be quite honest with you, you know, with all of us out there, a lot of it's wishful thinking. I mean, we really do want. I think the vast majority of us uh, want to believe that there is something in it. Uh, I know I do, because uh, it means you know that there may well be something else after this life. So, you know, a lot of wishful thinking going on on people's part, and yet we still have no proof. Yet. Well, you know, if you look back at the spiritual mu movement, which, mm. uh, you know, started, I think, really... Fox started, sisters, yeah. And all that, I mean, there was so much fraud during that time that the whole paranormal research started off on, on a bad foot. Too right. I mean, you had people like Mumbler taking spirit photography yeah. and, you know, faking it. And, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I remember uh, I went up to, uh, we did a, an event up at Wood Island in uh, Maine, a lighthouse. And uh, I met a man there, and it, his uh, wife's father was a uh, doctor for the University of Ontario, and he did all this research into seances. They would close the room off, and, and they had all these camera banks and everything else so that nothing could be done. Yeah. And uh, he had the photographs, and he wanted to know if I wanted to see them. I said, absolutely. And they're actually uh, in the, the collection is in the University of Ontario. And when I looked at them, they were all faked. I mean, there was gauze for what was supposed to be ectoplasm come out of the cloud. And this was the doctor who had credibility. And, and so, I mean, you can see how the paranormal world has taken such a beating over the years. Of course, of course you can. Yeah. Yeah, and, and still is taking a beating. You know, I mean... With, with obviously Hollywood, I mean, yeah, that's a, um, and, and some TV programs as well. It, it's um, it, it's creating an amazing awareness, but it, it's it's also, in my opinion, very much time for for a, a show that tries to explain to you 
what the whole damn thing's about. And and that's what you know. Uh, that's what we should be doing. We should be wandering away. You know, afterward, looking down the corridor, <laughs> seeing if there was you know someone there that created a shadow, uh, checking that when the door slammed shut, that someone actually hadn't left a window open, and it's a windy night. That sort of thing. Right. And I think Wrong. the thing difficulty is though with some of these ghost shows, um, and it does seem that most haunts in particular has an, an amazing success and has spawned similar shows. But, um, again, the interesting thing, the thing with the media, of course, they want the kind of sexy story. They want the possibility that maybe it's a real ghost. And, therefore, yes. the motivation there isn't necessarily the same as, as a researcher or a scientist might be wanting to do, is finding out, well, what's actually the truth? If the truth happens to be it's a shadow or it's a, an open window which is causing a breeze and that's what's led people to think it's a ghost, that's not quite the same as leaving a viewer with the possibility of you've just actually witnessed a ghost, folks. And, and that's why it's very difficult to get those kind of shows out there with the same kind of audience, because it's probably not quite as interesting to watch. Um, and, and even within science, you find that many scientists will completely dismiss any possibility that anything potentially paranormal might be going on and would see it as a complete and utter waste of time even exploring it. So again, within science, you find a very, very small number of people, the parapsychologists, who are happy to at least spend some time uh, investigating some of this stuff, but often with very little research funding um, and very few resources. So it's very hard to make any real progress to find out what's going on. That's so true. So right. And of course, the other problem we've got is that everybody wants the scare factor. Um, We have to have that in a program, otherwise people would probably switch off, unfortunately. Exactly, I think with the ghost shows in particular. So, um, and, and, But again, you know, one consequence of, again, shows like Most Haunted is not only is that everyone now seems to kind of have their ghost or everyone seems to be haunted, but it also seems to be now that um, across most countries there seems to be more and more ghost hunters, people who will oh, lay themselves as being in paranormal groups or investigators. Um, and it, again, it's trying to make sure that if people are going to actively go out there and try to investigate these kinds of things, that they are well equipped to actually look at normal explanations and not jump to the conclusion and often telling people who live in houses that, oh, you've got a ghost here. Or we've had a medium come along with us and they tell us there's three spirits here. And it's saying, well, you've got to also find ways of being a little bit more critical to find out what could be normal explanations for some of the experiences that you're having. Um, and the other problem there, of course, is you've hit the nail on the head. Oh, yes, madam, you've got, yeah, you've got a ghost in here. But, of course, the problem is that, oh, by the way, it's a demon. Uh, it's a bad one. Uh, and it's going to cause you terrible harm. And, you know, it's not, I believe that that sort of thing is not good. Sometimes they leave the house worse than before they arrived. No, exactly. And I think also, you know, I've even uh, heard stories of people saying, well, you know, they might, they might, contact um me to say well we'd like to be trying to investigate or find you know give us some advice on what we can do to explore these experiences already we have we have paid out money to um people who have come to investigate either people who have brought mediums or you know various other technical equipment to try and investigate what's going on but often have paid out money for that a service yeah. and it's, it's something well it's a whole whole area that seems to be blossoming out partly because the media have shown this is another area where there's a huge interest um, and it so can be dangerous. It has to be very careful, exactly. It really can. So, mm. it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. We have to be very careful how, how, how we deal with it. But, uh, in fact, there should be some form of regulation 
I think, uh, where people almost have to join uh, like the Society of Master Builders or whatever it happens to be, where people are, you know, regulated, I think, to a certain extent, before being allowed just to go into some private home and, and make out that they're doing a clearance for them. Well, the big thing is that I always tell anybody, if they, anybody wants to charge you, just walk away because hmm? uh, if they're in, in it to do good or, you know, that's really not... You know, kosher as far as I no, I know various groups around the country in England, in, in well, in England and Wales um, that that do that do charge anything up to three hundred and fifty pounds to go in. Oh my God, yeah, and and you know, do clearances, and and I find it obscene to say the least. I do too. Uh, but it does happen, Ron, and um, that is one of one of the tell. I will say though, what Matt, Matthew's come up with a fantastic point. You know, the the number of people, the number of um, groups of paranormal investigators that are now uh, all around the world. Um, of course, uh, all the great discoveries, most of the great discoveries, of course, have been found or have been unearthed by amateurs. Uh, and so, this may well one day happen. You know, one of these groups one day might just come up with that. That crucial one bit of evidence that we need to prove beyond all doubt that there are such things as ghosts. Well, well sadly, Richard, I, th I think you could, you, if you're expecting some of that to appear, I think you're going to be disappointed because even, <laughs> I don't think there is such a thing. I don't think there's anything, any one single piece of evidence or even a handful of pieces of evidence that will say that without a doubt, because no, I, I agree. I'm not sure what, what it could be. I mean, no matter how good a piece of video footage is going to be, no, there will always be somebody saying, well, that can be faked. And there'll be yeah. ways in which you can, you can fake it. I mean, special effects now can create amazing things. And even yeah. very subtle things, which don't even require um, great special effects, can be quite um, deceptive. So I don't think any kind of object or photographic evidence, anything like that, is going to be the one thing that everyone goes... There, it's proved because there's plenty of things out there that enough people say, you know, that this this piece of footage I think is uh, convincing, or this particular case, or these people's testimony. But for some people, it's strong evidence. For other people, you can just dismiss it. So I don't think you'll ever get something which everyone goes, "There you go, we've proved it." The only way that it could ever happen, where it was proved, where it was proved beyond all doubt, was if somehow someone found a way. <laughs> of opening the gates of wherever and all of our relatives from whenever would 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 be could would or could come back when they wished actually that's is that what they call Armageddon I believe that is it I don't know uh, I believe in the Bible that's what they refer to the dead will rise and uh, and they'll all come back and so granddad so, Great grandma. In other words, we all. In what I'm saying is, we all have ghosts in our house and accept them as the norm. And I don't think that's going to happen, folks. But yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I don't know. Unfortunately, but a lot of cultures believe that they, they do, do all have ghosts. Mexicans do, don't they? Yes, the Russians believe in house ghosts, where you actually, if you move, you take your ghost with you. Really? Yeah. Well, that's very. That's not that far removed from from the Irish banshee. Which follows the you know the O'Neills and 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 most most Irish names ending with O. That you know those that have sort of emigrated to America, the Banshees travel with them. Really? Yeah. But now oh, I, very much so. I thought a Banshee was a harbinger of death. It is. 
It is, but it's a, it's a ghost spirit, call it what you want, but it's a harbinger of death that, that actually hovers over, well, used to hover over the cottage or whatever it was, wailing um, and, and bemoaning the fact that, that Grandma is going to die. Um, sort of thing, which, I mean, it even happened, it even happened uh, the night before Kennedy was, was assassinated. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes, a banshee was, was heard, um, I can't tell you where at this moment, I was only looking at that last night, um, because the Irish banshee travels with, with, the, with the family to America, Australia, New Zealand, or wherever. So he must have had a double one, because uh, my good... Uh, if uh, my good friend Jeff Belanger, who's written about a dozen books in the paranormal, yes, yes. his latest one, uh, or second latest one, was uh, Who Haunts the White House. There is actually oh. a cat that is seen when a crisis uh, arrives at the White House, uh, and it's a ghost cat. So uh, Very similar to, you see, over here we have black dogs, yeah. uh, big shaggy black dogs called, well, the Harbingers of Death. See one of those and you've got serious problems. Okay, so anyways... Uh, what do you take on this, Matt? Do you believe in any of the harbingers of death? Or, or how I was going to say, I'm letting you two just go off now to about cats and dogs and things. Again, I think these are all... Um, it's whether or not anything more than kind of mythologies and folklore. I mean, for a lot of people, that's, that's all it is. Um, and sometimes for some people, it's more than that. And I am really interested in these kinds of experiences, whether they are indicative of something like um, spirit entities or whether they can be all be explained psychologically or whether it's something a little bit more subtle and complicated than that. Um, but yeah, it's nothing I've really followed in any great detail. But, yeah, very aware that these are all known experiences and across different cultures you have very similar things. So either that tells us something about these things are real or it tells us a lot about the psychology of people across different cultures and there's something inherent maybe with human beings that they will always have the idea of ghosts and always have experiences of ghosts. Um, and maybe that will tell us something more about what they are. But whether or not there's something physical in a way which you can photograph or video um, that's what I think is, is unlikely. I think almost I don't think you're ever going to get something with caught on video or caught on a, a camera, which is taken to be very, very strong evidence of ghosts. I think it's more, you can get something more interesting coming from, from people's stories and accounts and the actual experiences they had. Um, so maybe they do indicate something which is paranormal. Um, uh, who knows? So much of this is in the mind, isn't it, Matthew? Well, exactly, and it could well be it's all in the mind, but then again, that doesn't I think necessarily so. mean it's just simply a figment of imagination. It could be something, again, more subtle than that. Um, I think so. Uh, so, yeah, let, me so ask, let me ask you guys this, because this happened a couple of years back at uh, one of the castles where they had the, the ghost, uh, and that, was, that played out very uh, well in the press, where they caught the closed-circuit TV of the ghost. Yes. I forget which castle it was. It was um, Hamden, Hamden Court. Hamden Court. So, I mean, how did that play out in the, the, the news in uh, uh, England? Was it just in, like, the Sun, or was it in the more reputable papers as well, or was it, it totally ignored? Matthew? Uh, I can't work. I mean, is this the one where I think they thought it might look like Henry VIII? That's the one where somebody was kind of opening a, a gate or opening a door? I think there was yep. one yeah. occasion like that where it looked like... And again, on those occasions... I tend to go with my gut feeling a lot of the times. If it if it looks like a, a man dressed as a as a, a you know character from history opening a door, then that's probably what it was. I think on this, if, if the thing of the same, he looked like the Grim Reaper. 
Uh, well, I think it looked like if I'm thinking, I might be thinking of a completely different case. I don't know, but I remember one where there was somebody. Right, it looked I, like, I believe it looked like Kennedy Ace as well. I yeah, know, and I, I think I think period. the was that one. That could have been a hoax. That one, I think it looked. And again, so you get to the point where when things look really good, as Rich was saying before, where you hope you get this really great piece of footage that looks really really impressive, it then starts looking like a hoax. Um, and I think with that one, there is some chances probably again where we can probably scour YouTube and find some examples of it, but. Um, I think it was, uh, uh, I'm not sure if some of the initial papers might have said, oh, look, yeah, you know, ghost caught on camera. Um, and then either later papers or at least people who looked into it more deeply thought, well, there's some suggestion that it could be um, a, a person in fancy dress, essentially. Um, I, I'm, I, as I let Richard maybe give some thoughts, I'll have a quick look on YouTube to see if we can find something that gives yeah, more Yeah, we should. Uh, I, it, it, I mean, to me, it didn't look like anything like Henry VIII at all, either a young Henry VIII or an old Henry VIII. I mean, it very, very, I mean, it's, it sort of, it, 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 the doors flung open, as it, you know, like these push-bar doors, they were fire doors, uh, modern fire doors that flung open, and there was this figure standing there, which, which looked sort of quite long and, and slim, and to be honest with you, looked like the Grim Reaper. Uh, I and I, I... We're talking about two different ones, Richard. The one I saw, the figure actually opened the door and closed the door, and he was... Pretty much in period dress. Oh, really? Yeah, no, this, this was... This was the one that was actually on the Hampton Court Castle website for quite a while. That's the one, I'm yeah, sure. And again, there's a nice, very short five-second clip, again, on our good friend's YouTube. Oh, good man! Um, which, which has it, and it goes, two doors opening, it looks like somebody comes up and closes the door. So it's almost as if somebody's accidentally pushed open these fire doors, and this figure... And again, only a five-second clip, and it's on closed-circuit TV, so it's not great quality. Looks as though um, comes out and actually kind of pulls the doors closed. Uh, so I don't know if there's any any kind of more evidence suggests that it was something very very normal. But to me, it looks like somebody else is coming out and closing those doors. Um, I, I think it's been again, it's over when I originally think, saw it, it. When I originally saw it, I said, you know, it was too good. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but what if what if we captured something that was actually that good? We would dismiss it because it was too good. Probably, that's the trouble, isn't it, Matthew? That that is the serious problem. That well, exactly. That, yes, and, and I think, but I think you know, you find most people, um, and especially I think, again, I'm thinking, um, especially in terms of uh, from a science background, a lot of people just dismiss it almost out of hand, and that's why I think no, I think it's worth looking at some of these things, saying, well, can we? find a normal explanation for it. But with things like that, you think, yeah, that could have been a ghost, that could have been a person. To me, it looks more like a person. But when you just, either when you're left with people's accounts of what they've experienced, or it's just a short clip of something that happened, and no one's been able to investigate to say, well, um, you know, was there anybody else there at that time? Could it have been any normal explanation for it? Then you, you are left with just an, an intriguing piece of video footage, and there's not a lot more you can do with that. You can't really do any kind of science with it. Um, apart from investigate to see whether or not has the f- clip been faked, is there something about the f- clip itself which suggests that, that, it, that it's a hoax? But if it's actually um, somebody was there closing those doors and it just looks sufficiently kind of blurry so that you can't definitely make sure it's a person, mm-hmm. um, then it's really hard to tell that part. And as, as I say, some, some people's accounts of ghost experiences where they seem to have seen an apparition of somebody who couldn't have been there at the time uh, maybe discovered later they died shortly beforehand somewhere else, um, is that you, 
their, their experience often is they're actually seeing the person as though they're really there. So on a video camera, it would look the same as a person doing anyway. So you wouldn't be able to tease That's apart right. those kinds of explanations. Mm. It's, it's, it, but again, it's so much, I think, all in the mind rather than, but I don't mean it's not there. I just mean that it's in, in that person's perception. Uh, and I don't believe there's any way, of course, that, that you can catch on camera what is in someone's, in someone's perception in their mind. That's why, as you say, the, the most convincing ghost stories are the ones told by people that, you know, as you've just said, see things that, that there's no possibility that person was 3,000 miles away. And, no, exactly. you know, you and, found, and found out the next are, day that they were killed. Yes, and, and, they, and they are actually the most, again, uh, I use the word compelling, basically they're compelling mm. stories. Now, they're not necessarily going to convince you of life after death. They're not no, they're not. convince you that ghosts are real. But they're the ones which, you know, you think, well, I think they're your best cases. They're the things you have to try to find explanations for. And it may well be a mundane explanation, such as people making up stories, people are getting things wrong. By and large, occasionally you hear stories that those kinds of answers, those kinds of explanations don't seem to sufficiently explain what's going on. Hmm. And then you're left with Very... the possibility, well, maybe there is something to it. Well, guys, Absolutely. we have to wrap this up, unfortunately. Uh, oh, that's a shame. We want to thank Richard. Uh, yeah, you know, we always <laughs> want to thank Richard. But anyways, uh, we want to thank uh, Matthew Smith. And Matthew, you have a website or anything so people can get in touch with you or, or see what you're about? Um, well, I, uh, there's a university parapsychology web pages, and so I'm currently at Liverpool Hope University. Um, and then the only thing is I occasionally blog thoughts at spiritualjunkie.co.uk. But there's not usually a lot there to do with, uh, with ghosts. It's about other kind of questions about what's it all about. Um, and occasionally, really? in fact, there was, there was a line there about the, the one day you'll be dead, um, which is just a kind of uh, query, this whole idea of ghosts and and, um, you know, if, if you're going to die, basically, and you're going to be a ghost, then perhaps do more than just maybe move a remote control from one end of a settee to another, which is these kind of often these bizarre little experiences people have. You think, well, if there really is a spirit world and if they're really able to come back and, and interact with this world, then could they not do something a little bit more worthwhile than some of the things we tend to hear people report when they see and witness ghosts? Like opening a pair of fire doors. All right, Matthew, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, my thank friend. You. Yeah. And, thank you. And uh, we'll have to have him back on again, you know. Say again? We'll have to have him back on again. We must. Oh, we have, I tell you what, I have never known an hour go so quickly. Matthew, it was fantastic. Well, let's, uh, maybe we'll look out for... I've already been looking also on YouTube. There's other examples of other Michael Jackson ghosts in different interviews, so you can look through those as well and see if see what you make Good of Good idea. Those. Talk to you soon. Yep, bye-bye. Thank bye. you. Well, Richard, there goes another show down at Toot. Just like that. I know, as quick as that, eh? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it's getting closer and closer to the uh, 18th of August. That's right. When uh, you'll be uh, flying Coming to see you. whatever you'll be doing. But oh, actually, I'm flying. We, we have, uh, I know we added up some new uh, ghost hunts up in Gettysburg. Uh, we, we were doing a dinner there with uh, Mark Nesbitt and uh, Maureen, myself, and yourself. Great. And we've added two ghost hunts. Uh, one for the lady, um, uh, Gray Farm, no, not the lady, oh. Daniel Lady Farm, which is wow. simply amazing. You're going to actually hear our investigation we did with Mark Nesson. Oh, I can't wait for that. On uh, iTunes, if you go on iTunes, yeah. listen to those Chronicles, yeah. the audio on that. And we also doing another one at the headquarters of um, uh, Mark Nesbitt's Ghost Tours, which is yeah. simply 
I did as well. Well, I, ne- I need someone to lend me a Confederate uniform while I'm there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, because I've always been a always been a um, uh, you know a supporter of Robert E. Lee. So uh, you know, that's, I'm really looking forward to it, Ron. It sounds great. And I just hope lots of people come and see me because we're going to be doing some filming down there as well. I hope. So it's time to stay. All right. Talk to you next week, my friends. Bye, everybody. Things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.